Hi, church. Welcome to Community Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Mina. And I'm Yoon. Um, Today, we're just going to kind of dive into our episode titled, Why We Serve. Um, So today, it's just me and Yoon. And um, I think most of you guys know this by now, but Yoon and I, we were co-leaders, or we are co-leaders. We'll get to that later, but we're, we're co-leaders uh-huh. of Hope Gardens Ministry here at ANCC, um, and uh, we've been serving together for about like three years, and um, I think it's kind of fitting for this month for us to just reflect on why we serve. Yeah, because it's, I feel like it's been three long, eventful years, right? and even though you and I had the chance to kind of talk and debrief between you and me, um, I feel like this reflection especially at the end of the year and uh befittingly at missions month to really think about what happened just these past years so on that note like i think when people think serving one of the first questions is is like okay how did you even begin serving in the church because back in high school we all got this little like orange piece of paper Uh and it was a form on different ministries you were interested in serving so you kind of check off these boxes and write your name and turn it in so it was a very like quick check to see how many people want to serve in different ministries or who wants to serve in this specific area but I realized it's not as I guess visible how people even begin serving in the church yeah so Mina like how did you start because I think you said you started when you were like 19 or younger so it was probably in the 19 to 20 stage of my life or years of my life. Um, I started coming out to church um, seriously about like seriously around, um, I guess like after freshman year of college. So I would have been 19 or 20 at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started to, you know, just see how broken the world was or is. And at that time I was incredibly passionate about, just I don't know being someone who can contribute positively to the world um and going to church was really hard because a lot of things seemed to be within the bubble of your church campus so a lot of serving seemed to be like really like within the church and you know even at that time I wasn't I wouldn't say I was a mature Christian and there was such little that I knew about um I didn't really know much about God um, and at the same time, I knew that everything in this world just was so wrong. Um, it was the year that a lot of shootings were happening kind of consecutively. Um, and I think it was the year where I started to like see the research on homelessness and, um, Los Angeles had grown. It's the population of homelessness had grown in size and maybe like doubled in that year too. Um, don't count me on those stats. <laughs> but anyways, it was significant to me to see that, to read about it. Um, so I actually talked to Pastor Michael and I was like, hey, like in tears, I was like, oh. hey, Pastor Michael, like there's got to be something I can contribute to. I want to serve our community outside of this church because Sunland is not a very wealthy neighborhood. It's actually a huge homeless population here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of veteran homeless, um, veterans who are homeless like right. around this area. And, um, yeah, it just like, it made me really distraught to see it driving around this area. 
And what was his response? He was like, hey, there's this new pastor. His name is Pastor DC. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give you his information, contact him. So I contacted DC. Next thing I know, I'm sitting at a table with like Josh Lee and he's on and Felipe and a couple other people who are no longer at this church, but we became this team and it mm -hmm. was, he was like, this is going to be our missions ministry. And, um, I had no clue what I got myself into. Yeah. Cause that escalated real fast. It escalated super fast. But the thing is 19 year old me had so much passion to freaking change the world or something. I don't really know. <laughs> it was this very naive, but really like ambitious and directed passion. And I reflect on that now. Um, I think God had to use me as a 19 year old to serve. So I think at that time, why I served was not really directly related to God. Mm -hmm. I think it was more like I need to do something. Church seems to be a great place to do that thing. And what was so crazy to think about now is that even though my passions didn't directly align with, or it wasn't so clear to me that this is God guiding me, God was guiding me. Like, DC was there to kind of direct me in the right way. I was in a team full of much older Christians and they were so wise in what they had to say to me or how they would show me what serving Christ looks like. Um, so yeah, I think why I served was always like because I wanted to help the poor and I wanted to help those who were disadvantaged and it was a passion of mine. It is a passion of mine still, um, but I think that now the passion is, it's been brought down a little where it's a lot more sustainable. I used to be so to a point where like, it was so distraught, like it was just like emotionally like difficult for you. It was, it was like you. a huge emotional investment. Um, but yeah, that's how I like ended up getting involved in Hope Gardens because I made it clear to DC that I wanted to do something locally that I thought you know, one of the greatest things a church can do is to build partnerships with those around them. So like legitimately like their neighbors. And like to me, that was like a vision that I saw. And in the in the process, like I learned to turn to Christ. I became a follower of Christ. Like so many things happened. So when people say like, I don't feel like I'm there yet to mm -hmm. serve, I'm like, trust me. I was not there yet when I started this and I was not even there yet to be a leader of any kind within a church. But um, I think a lot of people helped help me by investing in me like personally and like um, within like in the team, a lot of people helped me. So, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. <laughs> no, I, I liked how you were saying that, hey, I had to first kind of reach out myself with that desire and how that desire transformed. Yeah. Into just different lessons, but also like different levels. Yeah. So I think it's a good way to remind people that if you have a desire, like to to do something, you know, mm -hmm. like share it, like talk to someone who is a leader at this church and let's make that like desire be a reality. Like there are people here who can really help you to get your plan started and I'm sure like invest in you. So I think that's such actually such a good lesson because it was definitely different from the way I started getting to serving where, like I just talked about, um, I started serving in high school. So I started serving since maybe like 15 years old where we did a, like a leadership, um, 
like a leadership team in high school. Mm -hmm. And I was part of that leadership team. So we had different sort of things that we managed. And I also helped with Awana. But these were all things where they had like specific signups for, as in for the leadership team, the pastor himself reached out to you. Or like for Awana, you signed up to do Awana as a teacher, right? So I think it was it was very much like kind of given to me versus like me pursuing it myself. So kind of different from what you just shared. And even honestly, even getting involved into mission ministry, it was because Pastor DC invited me to a mission ministry meeting Mm -hmm. uh, for those who are interested in serving. So now that I think about it, all my serving opportunities were kind of really like handed to me. And so I think having like different ways to begin that journey is so helpful, whether it is someone reaching out to you first or like you really reaching out yourself first. Yeah, but I mean, in both stories, no one's telling you you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. So you and I, you know, up until this point, we've talked about maybe how we came to serve. But um, what about why we serve, you know? So it doesn't have to be why you serve then, but maybe today why you serve. And if, you know, the reason behind that is still the same, you know? You know, I feel like it's changed over the years and I'm glad it's changed. So I think in the beginning, I kind of served just because that's what you have to do. Like in high school, serving was just what you were encouraged to do. So I Mm -hmm. thought, okay, I'll do it. And I think when I came back from college and I was kind of seeing where I could serve once I was committed to attending ANCC, my thought was like, okay, I serve because I feel like God has specifically called me to serve in this area. So if I felt like I, you know, wasn't specifically called to serve in, let's say, like, you know, children's ministry, then I wouldn't choose to serve there. But I felt like God did call me or kind of prepare me to serve in like hospitality or missions. So that's kind of why I started, why I served was because God kind of prepared me for these roles. But I think it's changed dramatically now because after hearing how people have so many diverse reasons for serving, like all the way from, like there was a need and I just met that need for the church versus kind of my, similar to me, like, oh, I felt like my skills or um, my expertise could help in that area. Now I serve because like God commanded me to. So not because man asked me to, not because I felt like it was the best, but because God commanded me to in scripture to serve one another, to love one another. So regardless of however my own personal feelings are or how other people's Um, thoughts may be, I serve solely because of that command. So I think it's definitely given me a more like solid reason to continue serving because I think it's not really sustainable when it's just so self-absorbed. Like, oh, I feel like God called me to here or I feel like it's good to serve here. I, it's more stable now because I feel like whatever happens, service is something that God has commanded me to do. Um, So that could look very different in other areas. So how does God commanding you to versus you felt the duty to do it back then? Like, 
they're asking, oh, there, there's a need. Can you meet it? You know, there's like this sense of like responsibility, duty that, that needs to kind of be fulfilled versus God commanding you. It's still somehow, it's still somewhat of a duty, you know, mm-hmm. to obey his commands. But how are those two things different for you? Oh, that's such a good question because I think exactly as you said, it's like, it's in a way a duty, right? And I don't think that, oh, you know, if you feel like you're encouraged to serve, that's a bad thing, right? Oh, you should only feel like God commanded you and therefore you should serve. I think it's more the difference for me is that when I was, when I felt like I had a duty to serve, that came because of what people told me or what I told myself. But when I think about how God commands me, he sustains me he encourages me and that's not always the case when it comes from people or even myself yeah so god gives me that joy and that peace and like learning opportunities to sort of change my mindset and my heart and that is something that i could not achieve on my own or even with the mentorship of someone else sometimes so i think because god has commanded me to there's a greater and more important weight to it there's a sort of like awe and like godly fear to that as well that I don't think existed within me in the past where service to me was definitely more minimalized while now I think it's more maximized because of the weight of God's command yeah yeah it's crazy it's like change because I think kind of similar to you we both have like the background of like starting when we were younger Mm -hmm. and now that we're here uh things have changed yeah no I completely relate to that because I think that's similar to how I feel about serving now Mm -hmm. I mean considering that I started at a time where I wasn't even sure that I was really Christian or that I came to Christ in the midst of serving um a lot of things have changed so I think my reasoning is really really similar I think it's a little bit more personal now because I'm like there's so much that has changed in the way that I perceive myself, the way that God has changed my heart, like that I want others to experience the grace of God too. And I think serving is just one of those ways to get a little closer to another person and to be able to, I think community is one way that we can show grace to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why community building and um, just loving each other and showing up for one another is one of those things that I think I'm really inclined to do because Christ did that for me. And so it's like this, I think it's a genuine understanding now of where Christ met me. And I think um, it's a humility that I seem to be experiencing more and more each day. um, Because today I know more about God than yesterday and Mm -hmm. so I think that a lot of that is driving me and in the same way that I think it's driving you when you say that God has commanded me to do this and I think that has so much more weight now and it has there's so much more fear and there's so much more like tenderness to it that um yeah I I can't help but want to give to others and I I think that's where like your cup is being filled Mm -hmm. and you're able to give but yeah So thank you for sharing. Um, You know, I was thinking that you and I have been serving inside the church, outside the church, et cetera, for years. Has there been any memorable moments you've had while serving? I mean, there's tons of memorable moments. And I think individually with, you know, 
one of the ladies at the campus or um, even just one of the staff members. I think there's so many moments that you share just because both of you love Christ and you're doing this together. But I think one of my most memorable moments that I can think of recently is just serving during COVID and seeing how many of our church members were willing to come up during this like three day uh, or actually every year, every summer Mm -hmm. that we do these events, church members will come up, give their time, um, just give their energy to the kids and to the women. And from the perspective of a leader, it's so, so like, it's so great to see our church come together to do something like this. Um, And it's, more amazing to see younger people come up to me as a leader and say like, hey, are there more opportunities to serve? And I think that for me is just like an indicator of like, oh, our church wants to grow. Like we want to, um, like we are experiencing grace up here. We're, we are experiencing like the Holy Spirit move in us and we are listening to what God is saying as we serve. And in our reflection, we're seeing our hearts grow a little more for the community outside of what we're used to Mm -hmm. and that to me is like god moving and that to me is really really irreplaceable i guess in terms of like i wouldn't i think it's a perspective that i get to see as a leader and that's yeah i i was so blessed this year to be able to hear the enthusiasm that comes out of people's mouths as they speak about their time at hope garden um yeah, I think that that's it's just a really like I just feel really grateful that God has used me to serve. Mm. Yeah. And also like just realizing that we had all four pastors. Oh my gosh, yeah, right? that was so this cool. This past summer as well as our official like worship team. Yeah, our praise team came up yeah. and worshiped with the uh women on campus and it was so beautiful to see this this is partnership, right? Yeah. Like this is our church and this is Hope Gardens coming together and we're doing worship together and mm-hmm. we're worshiping God together. And it was just the most beautiful thing I've seen in a really long time. But yeah. I mean, I feel like greater church involvement is something that you and I have talked about. I'm sure that all leaders talk about. <laughs> but yeah. to really see that this summer was so encouraging especially because we're at we were at the edge of COVID. So, I mean, we're still in the midst of COVID, but just like still in that environment, that mindset of like COVID uh, is dangerous and we want to be safe, but still seeing how people are willing to take risks for the name of God uh, to serve others was just really encouraging, like you said. So I agree. I mean, memorable moments. You're right. There are a lot. Yeah. Over the years, I think a recent memorable moment I can think of is there is a woman on Hope Garden's campus who I will just refer to as C for privacy purposes. Um, But C came up to uh, us who were serving for the Thursday childcare, which happens every week. And C said, hey, like y'all did like the praise and prayer and it was awesome. And We were talking how much we needed it and how great it was. And we wish you would come back. And she was talking about she wanted to tell her case manager, but how God had brought us onto campus so that she could tell us directly. So to see that months have passed and these women still remember 
that praise and prayer night and remembers us and is glad to see us in order to relay that news to us was so powerful because I think sometimes I do have moments where I think, will I ever see the outcome of our work? Yeah. And it's not like I'm being, oh man, I need to see results. A equals B type of situation. But I think sometimes I do wonder about our impact and about the outcome of what we're doing. So to hear from her how much she loved it and how much she wants us to come back was just really encouraging. So I would say that was a good memorable moment, especially considering that I usually work with the children up there. So <laughs> I don't really get a lot of... I know, you yeah. like spares me because I'm so bad with kids. <laughs> no, and you're so good. I always go up with the woman and Yoon <laughs> goes with the children. <laughs> No, you're great. I think, I feel like your humor is like perfect for the it's kids. It's so dry for them. I mean, they get it though. They're, they're really <laughs> funny too. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think one thing we can say is what we do up there, we're just doing church. Like it's like mm. the big C church that we're seeing. It's just all of us being able to come together. And yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to miss that from the leader's perspective. Oh, oh. oh so, sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't wait no. until. But I guess I can say it here. Yes. But yeah. Um, I'm no longer going to be a co-leader for Hope Gardens. I'm stepping down, <gasps> um, from this position. It's been like a long run. Um, it has. Yeah, and um, I won't be serving in mission ministry anymore. I'll be taking some time off. Um, I'll still be at this church, but, um, yeah, I think that. Uh, there was just so much time that was being consumed in serving. And uh, in this season, I really do need to be focusing on um, some personal things. And so I'll be taking some time away, but I'll still be serving as best as I can, um, you know, wisely with my time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been, it's been such a humbling experience to like, I think I always thought, like, oh, how was I allowed to serve? <laughs> um, but, like, I think the thing is God just used me, and I just have to run with that, that God used me, that God chose me to be a part of this team. And, um, yeah, and he surrounded me with, like, really great teachers, honestly, really great shepherds. And I'm, like, I've been really grateful for this position. Um and I hope that if anyone who's listening, if you guys want to join this team, it's it's really great and it's a year-round thing. It's um, I think that there's so much to learn from others and there's so much to learn about yourself of, you know, when you have nothing to give, can you still give? And mm -hmm. it's true, you can give. And I think this this team just really gets to meet that face-to-face -face every year as we serve with Hope Gardens. So um, please, please talk to Yoon <laughs> with your interest. Um, if you are interested in serving at Hope Gardens um, and maybe being a part of a team. So, I mean, thank you for your years of service. Like, I just was thinking about how much was kind of on you to prepare and plan for all these years. And I felt really grateful for your endurance and perseverance and for your thoughtfulness throughout that period. I think it's amazing to have, you know, spent these years, especially during COVID, together to kind of work on all these different ideas that we had and to see them come to light together. 
So we're definitely going to miss you and mission ministry. But I know that whatever path you take, I know that in your path, you will view serving as a constant in whatever shape or form. So, but yeah, we'll miss you. All right. That wraps up our episode, Why We Serve. It was just so good to take this time to reflect why we serve because I think I've learned so much from others explaining why they serve. So our hope is that, you know, if you are listening with this question on why, why do these people even serve or what is the purpose behind their works is in the end, it all flows from God. And that flow is just continued through us as we are used in different areas. So it was really nice to get this time to talk. I just hope that, you know, our church can continue to stay involved in Missions Month, but also just all these other great opportunities. You will be seeing a bunch of them posted soon. So keep an eye out on other serving opportunities. I just want to give a shout out to our team as usual, to Mina, as always, to Josh Lee, who is producing and church. We'll see you on Sunday. See you Sunday.